0: Access granted. Access is always granted to you. Hello and welcome to a little podcast that I like to call We Live on a Planet. It is Thursday, June 23rd, 2022, when I'm recording this episode, and this is episode 552. I'm still beside myself that I have 500 plus episodes. That's crazy to me. I'm titling this one Give Yourself Credit. Which I need to do more often with myself. Currently in the city of Oswego, it's 65 degrees when I'm recording this Fahrenheit. Feels like temperatures of 65. High's gonna be about 71 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are gently blowing out of the south, six miles per hour. So Lake Ontario, I'm sure, is like glass right now. It'd be perfect to water ski on. I miss water skiing. All right, stick around when we come back. We'll start off with not quite a quote, but more of a mantra or an affirmation, if you will. Stick around, we'll be right back. Just like that, we're back. All right, here we go. This is from an unknown author, and it's more, like I said, of a mantra or an affirmation than a quote, but it is this. Give yourself credit for how much you've done and how far you've come. You've done such an amazing job so far. And I, you know, it's hard to give yourself credit and praise for most people. Some people, it's no problem whatsoever. They love themselves and uh, make sure they let everybody know it. (laughs) But I myself have a hard time finding any positives a lot of times i i will gravitate towards the negative and i don't mean to do that but uh, it's hard for me to see any gray it's either black or white and i react accordingly and i don't mean to and i don't give myself as much credit as i should of how far i've come because you know seven, almost 7 years ago i put myself into rehab it was august 20th that i is my sobriety date and that i'll be celebrating seven years i can't believe that seven years without any alcohol and if you were to tell me seven years ago that i could do that first of all my reaction would be like why would i want to <laughs> and uh secondly i'd be like that's impossible people can't go that long without alcohol that's just crazy That was my mentality. That was my brain. That's the addictive alcoholic brain. And uh, you can do it though. If you're struggling with addiction, there's help for you. It's not always easy. And it's, it's tough. It's like cigarettes for me. I, I will quit. And well, I haven't quit in a while, but throughout the years of smoking, I've quit and I'll pick it back up. And My youngest daughter and her boyfriend were over here visiting the other day and she unfortunately smokes and she always said she would never pick it up. And I told her when she was a young little girl, don't ever pick up smoking cigarettes. And she's like, oh, I won't. And uh, unfortunately she did. And it's got her like any addiction and smoking cigarettes is a really, really hard habit to quit. It's one of those addictions that once you do quit, you can't just a year down the road be out with friends and have just one cigarette because if you have one cigarette, you've made that decision that you've become a smoker again because all it takes is that. I was listening to NPR the other night or day, and they were talking about um, trying to regulate how much nicotine is in cigarettes and trying to cut back on that and i'm all for that i think they have too many additives as it is to cigarettes all right i don't know how i got on that topic but it has been super hot uh well yesterday it was it's really been super cold but yesterday was by our car was sitting in the sun in the sun we went to visit our oldest daughter and when we got in to leave, the thermometer of the outside temperature said 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's at least it's finally feeling a little bit like summer. I don't like the hundreds, that's for sure. But today it's going to be nice, partly sunny. So that will be nice. We need it. I'm, uh, yeah, I got more to ramble when I come back. Stick around. We'll be right back. And just like that, we are back. So I am still pa- patiently waiting. I said this last time, <laughs> but I'm patient. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Stop laughing at me. I uh, said last time I'm patiently waiting for my Roadcaster Pro 2. It's supposed to be shipped the end of this month. I'm kind of like uh baffled what the advantage of pre-ordering it was though because they're shipping right now and I pre-ordered it in May seems like the advantage of pre-ordering is as soon as it came out that it would ship immediately it's just me being impatient but I also ordered those NTH 100 Rode headphones that I was telling you about that I don't need but I want and I'm excited that I decided to pull the trigger on them. And my guy at Sweetwater is the company that I ordered my Roadcaster Pro 2 from. Sweetwater is definitely an amazing company to deal with. And when I ordered my Roadcaster Pro 2, as soon as I placed my order, next thing you know, my phone started ringing. And I'm like, what's going on with it's Sweetwater? And I answered the phone, and it was one of the representatives thanking me for their for my purchase and welcoming me to the Sweetwater family and asking me how I heard about them. And I told them about another podcaster by the name of Jay Hayes that was telling me where he ordered his from, because last time I ordered from Rama, I think. And they're more, like, camera-based. And, um... I am so glad that I went with Sweetwater because uh, he said, oh, okay, the guy I was dealing with, his name was Drake. He goes, let me check his name in our database and then we work here like on commission and also as whoever he dealt with will be your guy now. And so my his guy was Sam Doughty and Sam is my guy now. And so Sam is the man I really appreciate what he's done for me. He knocked off a little bit of cost for those Roadcaster Pro, or the RODECaster NTH-100 professional headphones. And along with them, him knocking off a little bit of the cost, you get a two-year um, warranty on it and lifetime tech support on any product you get from them. So... For me, I really enjoy being able to talk to a real person that has a pulse and to have his contact information and be able to contact and talk to him is awesome. It's the same way I feel about with the founders and creators of Carpe. Carpe is that antiperspirant that I use and it's also the commercial that I was in for uh, that ran nationwide on TV. And Casper and David are the creators of that and they're both. Uh, obtainable I have their contact information their private number I can reach out to them at any time and I did reach out to Casper the other day and told him how it's been over two years since I've been using Carpe and how it works so well for me and uh, I said I would love to co- have the opportunity to come shoot another follow-up commercial on how Carpe is still working for me after two years and how it's basically changed a lot of my life in a way I I can wear any top I want now. I'm not always a sweaty wet under my armpits like I always was. And it's just after 40 plus years of dealing with that to have that relief is amazing. Absolutely amazing. So back to Sweetwater, I know I'm jumping around topics, But if you're thinking about any audio or music purchases, let them know that I sent you because they're going to ask you who sent you and you tell them that it was Patrick and my last name is just like the fish sticks. Gorton, G-O-R-T-O-N. Trust the Gorton's Fisherman. You know what I'm talking about. Depending on what country you're in or what region. That are a big staple uh, fish company here in America. And if you're living abroad, you're probably saying, I have no idea. And why would you eat a fish stick? <laughs> fish don't come in sticks. Well, chicken don't come in nuggets either, and people eat those. All right, we'll be right back. Just like that, we're back. All right, so I'm excited. I'm all done. With my advanced open water booklet, or manual, if you will. Yay! There's quizzes during the sections that you take. And at the end of each section is a test that you take. And uh, I'm super excited to get my advanced open water scuba diving certification. Uh, Right now I'm certified to go 60 feet deep. This allows me to go to 130 feet deep. How many meters is that? I don't know, but it's deep. Uh, what's neat is with the advanced open water course, you specialize in certain aspects of diving. And the gentleman that I go through coach is what I, everybody calls him, but his name is Carl. Um, he offers certain courses when you're taking your advanced open water course. and. Here's the ones that I'm going to be specialized in um, after completion, which will be the 2nd and 3rd of this July, so coming right up. So underwater navigation, so I'll be learning to navigate a lot better, learning to use my compass better. Deep diving, so um, I'll specialize in deep diving boat diving. I've only dove off a boat. I've never shore dove. I don't know what it would be like to even don my gear on the shore and then wade into the water. That would be weird. I'm always on a boat. Uh, Peak performance buoyancy. So you get the best out of your dive when you're buoyant and streamlined. You're going to enjoy your dive a lot better. And then... Search and recovery diving, so I'll specialize in that. So, um, search say you drop your sunglasses over the side of a boat. You're bound being on a boat. You're bound to lose something. Something's gonna fall over the side of the boat. And with this skill, I'll learn how to search better and more efficient for lost items. And then lastly. I'll specialize in uh, wreck diving, shipwreck diving, which I'm excited about because i that's what's... There's nothing really wildlife or fish life, aquatic life, in Lake Ontario or the St. Lawrence River that I dive in that is going to be anything compared to the ocean of color or grandeur or dangerousness. So to get the most out of scuba diving for me, it's wreck diving because that's fun to see. It's interesting to see something that was once floating and had people on it now sunk down in how many feet of water. So I'm glad that I'm going to be specialized in wreck diving because that's what I plan on doing most of my scuba diving is over shipwrecks. Ever, like I said, other than that, there's not much to see in the lake or river other than gobies, which are an invasive fish, zebra mussels, which are an invasive species, also, or the occasional bass. Now, I know there's sturgeon that are in the lake and river, and they can be huge. I would really, that would be something to see, to be real deep and see a fish that's almost as long as you are. That would be neat. And to know it's not going to want to eat me compared to if you're in the ocean and you see a fish that size, that's a shark, and it doesn't want to eat you, but it could. All right, so I'm super excited about that, and uh, scuba diving is Uh, uh, just a fantastic sport. To be able to spend more than 20 minutes underwater in that world is inexplainable. You have to try it. You know, it's, it's not like snorkeling. It's not like free diving. Just, it is amazing. All right, stick around when we come back. I'll give you a neighbor update. Yeah, if you want to know what's going on there, a little bit of my update on the neighbors. We'll be back. And we're back. Yay, hooray, we're back. All right, so a little bit in my neighbor update. It's going okay, actually, you know, I guess. It could be worse. (laughs) It is hard to look at their yard, though. I do have to say that, though, because... I keep on top of my yard and mow it and trim it and trim the bushes and stuff because we have a big bush out front. And uh, they have mowed only two times this season. That's it. I've mowed uh, countless times this season. I don't even know. And uh, their grass is like up to your knee. (laughs) It's bad. But you know what? I'm not here on this planet to judge. I'm really not. And I always end my show by saying, be curious and not judgmental. And so I'm not here on this planet to judge. So it's something I've just let go because I got to, because it's something I can't control either. And there's no reason to fixate on it and go towards the negative or anything. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they can't afford the fuel for the lawnmower. Maybe... Their lawnmower doesn't work, and they can't afford to get it fixed. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not my business. So, yeah, I'm glad I uh, learned that to myself. All right, let's um, do a real quick did you know, and then we'll also do a word of the day, and then we'll head on over to the History Channel find out what happened in this day of history and then also our visit over to the facts site all right did you know in your lifetime your heart will be over 2.5 billion times and pump about 1 million barrels of blood which circulates through your body three times a minute and travels 12,000 miles the equivalent of four trips across the U.S. in a single day. Did you know that? Isn't that? Yeah. Damn! Yeah, exactly. All right, and then for our word of the day, let's see if it will play the first time I push it. Ingenuous. Ingenuous. It's an ad, ad, adjective. Duh, <laughs> I couldn't even spit it out. I-N-G-E-N-U-O-U-S. Ingenuous. Ingenuous, which it means ingenuous is most commonly used to describe someone who shows innocent innocence or childlike simplicity and candidness. Here's an example. The ingenuous enthusiasm showed by several of the older campers was contagious, and soon everyone was excited about their project. Here it is in context. I remember too well being young yet adult, confident yet indigenous. It's like marching off to war, armed with a bubble wand. That's from Margot Bartlett, the Columbus, Ohio Dispatch, April 2022. It's also, you know, it uh, should not be described with ingenious, which is spelt very, very, very similar. The words look very much alike, but sound different. Yeah. So that's the word of the day. Ingenious come on ingenuous ingenuous all right stick around when we come back we'll head on over to the history channels website or the fact site depending on which one i decide to open up during the break stick around we'll be right back and we're back so i'm so curious i did tell you last time i'm so curious about what sounds are going to come preloaded with the Roadcaster Pro Two, because this sound right there—that's preloaded with my Rodecaster Pro Two. That came with it, and I enjoy using it. I use it. It's easy. It's right there. It's a, just kind of a. So I'm curious to see what the new Smart Pad. These are called Sound Pads. The new Rodecaster are called Smart Pads. They do so much more. And I can't wait. Can't wait. All right. We are over at the History Channel's website. We're going to find out a couple things that happened on this day, June 23rd in history. Here's one mafia boss, John Gotti, a.k.a. the Teflon Don, sentenced to life. June 23rd, 1992. Back in 1992, there was a riot, where were you? sublime sorry all right here we go Ooh, i remember this the 21st century in 2018 remember that thai soccer team they become trapped in that cave wow i forgot about that i did not think they were going to make it out alive that was a hairy 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 um rescue those scuba divers crazy i think a scuba diver died if memory serves. All right, 21st century, 2013. Wallenda makes Grand Canyon crossing over high wire. On June 23rd, 2013, 34-year-old aerialist Nick Walenda becomes the first person to walk a high wire across the Little Colorado River Gorge near Grand Canyon National Park in Arizona. He wasn't wearing a safety harness as he made a quarter-mile traverse on a two-inch-thick steel cable, some 1,500 feet above the gorge. Jeez. In June of the previous year, Walenda, a member of the famous flying Walenda family of the circus performers, became the first person to walk a tightrope over Niagara Falls. Yeah, I don't know how people can do that. I'm afraid of heights. I'm not afraid of heights of an airplane height, but I'm afraid of a height of that. Well, the 1,500 feet, that wouldn't scare me because I know if I fell, I'd be dead. But if it was 100 feet, no, I don't like that because I might not die and I'm just going to be all screwed up. And I don't like that idea. All right, what else happened? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm scrolling. Oh, oh art literature, film history. 1989, the year I graduated high school Tim Burton's Batman is released Michael Keaton Remember that? Yeah And um, Jack Nicholson as the Joker That's still my probably my favorite Batman Is Michael Keaton I got the nickname Batman right after that movie came out And it stuck with me and it's still with me today from my college roommate and other college friends will still call me batman and it's i've told the story a couple of times on my podcast how i got the name i don't want to get involved in it right now cuz if you follow the podcast you're like yeah i've heard this story how many times and then uh that's about it yeah got a little wrinkle on our brain come on there we go when we come back we're gonna head on over to the fact site stick around welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. all right welcome back my friends we are over at the fact site And I'm in the science, nature, and space section. And this happens to be about curious facts about the Cancer Zodiac sign. Cancer season extends from June 21st to July 22nd, representing the fourth sign of the Zodiac. The resilient crab symbolizes the Cancer Zodiac sign. However... Don't let the hard outer shell fool you. Underneath that tough exterior is a soft and emotional cancer, quite like other water signs, Pisces and Scorpio. I'm a Pisces. Cancers make great friends and lovers. And if you've got one in your life, you should stay tuned to learn to know a little bit more about them. All right, here we go. Here are some five curious facts about cancer. The heart rules cancers just like the water sign counterparts Pisces and Scorpio. It's not unusual to find cancers deeply passionate about things and people that matter to them. The tenacious crab represents the crab zodiac, or the cancer zodiac. Like the crab, they have saved their soft interior for people they trust. If you've seen a cancer's tears or they've been vulnerable around you, it's because they trust you. Cancer is ruled by the moon. Hence, just as the moon changes with the lunar cycle, a cancer's emotion can bounce around too. Adding their changing moods to their water sign sensitivity, it becomes a lot to deal with. If you have a cancer in your corner, be sure to extend some extra care to them because they need it. If you're a cancer, your lucky numbers, according to this site says, are... 2, 3, 15, and 20. Cancer lies between the Gemini and Leo constellations. It's the fourth zodiac. People born, as one sign transitions into another, are called cuspus. Thus, people born between June 18th and June 24th are called Gemini Cancer cuspus, while those born between July 19th and July 25th are called Cancer Leo Cuspus. Never knew that. Mm-hmm. All right, what else? Uh, there are many influential cancers around the world. Here are some notable personali- personalities you probably didn't know are cancers. Business tycoon and the world's richest man, Elon Musk, is a cancer. He was born June 28th, 1971. Wow, that guy is one year younger than me. Man, that much money. He's not the richest man in the world. Putin is the richest man in the world. Uh, Princess Diana was a cancer, and her birth was on July 1st, 1961. She was loved for her kindness, definitely, and her philanthropy, Efforts, Philanthropic efforts, I can't say that. Tom Cruise, he was born July 3rd, 1962. He's a cancer and a Hollywood bigwig. He performs Daredevil stunts himself and action movie roles. We just talked about him the other day and uh, Maverick. How oh, I want to see that. Um, Lena Del Rey. Known for her distinctive voice and sultry music as a cancer. She was born June 21st, 1985. The 14th Dalai Lama, the Tibetan highest spiritual leader, is a cancer. He was born July 6th, 1935. And, uh, yeah, that's about it for cancer, I think. Gave us a little wrinkle on our brain, some facts about that. Another wrinkle. Stick around. We'll be right back. Well, that show buzzed by, and that was probably race car driver Jeff Sharkey of car number 66. Could have been. Was that you, Jeff? Slow down. Nah, never mind. Push it right to the floor. Pedal to the metal, buddy. (laughs) If you ain't first, you're last. I loved that Talladega nights. I was so stupid, but I loved it. All right. Um, thank you. Head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. If you want to be a part of the show, if you'd like to leave a voice message, it will ring five times before it goes to my voice message. And then you can leave a little voice message. How many times am I going to say that? If you're using anchor app, you know how to leave one. It's easy. Also, New music will be coming to We Live on a Planet. Besides my Rodecaster Pro 2, which will have some intro-outro music, I assume, just like my roadcaster that I'm using has now, I reached out to a friend of mine who is a musician, a very talented musician, um, my wife's best friend, Sarah, her husband, Mike, and he is just, he, he plays guitar, and he he just is a shredder. He's so good. So I reached out to him, and I asked him, I said, hey, listen, I know you're a real busy guy, but if you get the time, could, would you be willing to make me like a little intro, outro, or a little riff, 30 seconds to a minute, for We Live on a Planet? And I said, my favorite band is Pink Floyd, And my favorite singer or favorite songwriter is Jim Croce. And so those are like two totally different spectrums. And I told him that I said, I realize those are two different spectrums, but it kind of gives you something to work off. And uh, he got back to me and he's obliging. He said, yeah, I told him to take his time. So I don't know quite when it's going to come to fruition, but I'm excited that I'll be able to have my own customized, one-of-a-kind, made specially for my podcast from a talented musician. So I'm excited for that. All right, my friends. I think that's enough rambling for now. I've rambled on, rambling rose. Did you say your name was... I miss watching The Grateful Dead. All right, stick around, my friends, for the next show where we will talk about stuff and things like normal. Please tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Also, if you're listening through Apple, or even if you're not, head on over to Apple. Leave a little five-star review for me and write something nice. I'd love that, or Spotify. It helps with the algorithm, helps people find the show. All right, thanks for, the like I said, the most valuable gift you could ever give me. Something I can never give back to you, your time. I appreciate it. Until next time, my friends, be well and do your best to stay curious and not judgmental. Peace.